The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Okay, there we go. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Herbie's Cooking Corner for May 16th, 2023. And uh, I am, of course, your host, Herbie Allen, here on Herbie's Cooking Corner. Who else would you expect? And uh, I've got my facilitator, yep, and I got my uh, co-facilitator with me here, Twinkling Tori. Hello, Herbie. Hello, Hello, people. Hello. You know, aren't you impressed that I actually knew the date today? What did you check just before the call again? Nope, you're completely wrong. You wonder how I knew the date today? Yes. Because it's... Yes. I'll tell you how. I'm glad you asked because it's two days before Chanel's on my uh, anniversary, so... That's a very important reason to know. Exactly. So, guys, you've witnessed history. The first husband to remember an anniversary, so... uh, um, There you go. But uh, there's actually been years when both Chanel and I forgot, actually. So, you know, it's usually... Mine's four days later. Anyway, yours is four days later. All right. Well, congratulations. Um, I I was so surprised to hear you and the term... You and and you mixed in the term with yourself the other day, loving wife, you know, on on the crafty call. I I thought that was interesting. Hey, I wasn't Um, Fair enough. Okay. I, I get it. You're repeating stuff. By the way, if you if you heard screaming the other day uh, there, Tori, I've been uh, getting your husband good again on Dice World. So I digress. We're going to talk about <laughs> spicy roasted chicken today. Now, guys, one of the questions I keep getting from you all outside of this call is what am I cooking for you all today? And I want to make sure we're clear on a point. I cannot cook anything for you all. What I can do is show you all how to cook the stuff and give you a lot of ideas of new things to try. And I also learn from you. But, uh, you know, the idea is so you learn how to cook the food. But uh, I I see how it is. Some of you just want me to cook for you. And uh, unfortunately, I don't have a way of doing that and sharing the food virtually. So this is why it's super important for you to learn how to do it yourself if uh, plus herbie's got like enough to do without cooking making. for everybody as well exactly um on that note we're gonna make spicy roasted chicken today and we do have of course our uh, great crew taking care of you as always over on the zoom side we got uh, Sheila, with uh, her uh, not doing her recipe swap this week, but uh, she is our host. Over on the clubhouse side, we've got Jeanette moderating, and we've got Darcy broadcasting and streaming. So we've got a fine flight crew taking care of you all today. The flight time is about, oh, an hour and a half, give or take. We are not expecting any turbulence. And Oh, why do I feel like I'm... The exits are here, here, and here. The flight crew. Yeah, exactly. Your exits are... Actually, I don't want to tell people where the exits are because they might actually take advantage of them. Um, hey, if they can figure so out where you are, then we... they deserve to get out. <laughs> Very good. Alright, so we're going to make spicy roasted chicken. I am pretty sure I did do this one once before, and I remember it because I got a question at the time about flipping and all that. But you know what? 
that's fine if I did make it again. It's fun to revisit some of these recipes because I actually get to make something that I know what I'm doing. So it makes life a lot easier, actually. So this recipe is not a difficult one. And it's actually not terribly spicy. It's going to depend largely on how much uh, spice you put into the thing. And um, there you go. So we're going to use the following. We're going to use it chicken thighs. And if you actually, I, I mentioned that you can modify the recipe if you want. It does call for the bone-in chicken thighs. But if uh, you don't want to use those, you could use the boneless. Or you could try this with chicken breast. I don't think it'll be as moist with that. So I'd probably do drumsticks if I wasn't going to do thighs. But uh, you could also do wings. Cooking times may vary a little bit. So number one question I always get, am I preheating the oven? Yes, it is preheated to 400 degrees. So again, I am preheating the oven to 400 degrees. All right. So now we're going to get out a mixing bowl and we're going to put in our ingredients and I got out everything but the extra mixing bowl. That's okay. Let's get out the bowl. And the first thing we're going to do is the breadcrumbs. So this calls for a fourth cup of breadcrumbs. And let's see, I got one of my unlabeled measuring cups out here. How do I know it's the fourth cup? Well, it feels small enough. But uh, actually, I think I found my fourth cup, which is even smaller. So, but how I can be sure? Well, I find my other measuring cups, which I just did find one, which is definitely smaller than the one I originally picked up. So I picked up my third cup. And I know that uh, somewhere around here, there should be two more measuring cups. And I could use them to stack. But you know what? We're not baking. We're cooking. And precise measurements are not required for this. So I've got my breadcrumbs right here. They come in the uh, round can with the plastic lid. At least the Progresso brand does. You might have a different brand that might come in some other container, I suppose. But uh, the ones I've seen, at least here in the U.S., come in the round canister. I emphasize the U.S. because if you warned in previous calls... Okay. Yes, because as we've learned in previous calls, sometimes they can come in different things over in the UK. But in the UK, it doesn't sometimes matter as much because they actually, if you're a braille reader, they actually put a lot more braille on their products than what we do over here. So, so not everything is braille, um, but just more than you get. No. They're better at it with medications yeah. than they are with food items. Alright, that's good. Um, here we're better at it with room numbers and stuff than we are with the food items. So I guess that works out really well because in the UK you at least know what you're eating. But in the US you at least know where you're going. So take your pick. They need to, they need to kind of combine that so that you can find where you're, eat, you're going and what you're eating. Exactly, you know, because uh, I want to be able to find the cafeteria, though usually there's other clues to lead to a cafeteria. Anyway, I digress. 
So this is a brand new thing of breadcrumbs. So it has a plastic film on top of the lid. Can I find the plastic film? Well, no, I'm sorry, the, not the, I, I found the film. Can I find the tab for said plastic film? Ah, uh, yes, it's kind of buried into the thing and we just lift it up and then, ooh. Well, the idea was to tear it off in one chunk, but it kind of tore a little bit, so I'm just peeling, but it gave me enough of a half circle that I can peel off the rest of the uh, thing. And now we're going to use our bowl and pour the breadcrumbs. I could have actually scooped them out, I guess. That's okay. But uh, the extra, I'm pouring these, uh, holding this over the bowl again, so that way all the extra just goes right into the bowl and not onto the countertop. This eliminates mess and it's not going to hurt anything in the process. We may even need more breadcrumbs by the time this is done, depending on how things go. I'm gonna put that in the sink and unsock uh, my hands here. And next we're going to do our uh, teaspoon of spices. Actually, I think I said table. Did it say teaspoon or tablespoon? I always mix these up. Well, that's where we just go back to the recipe because I need to see what I need it. Okay, so we need fourth cup breadcrumbs, one teaspoon paprika, cumin, chili powder, and curry powder. So you can, of course, use a tablespoon of these and that will definitely increase the spice of it and uh, that depends on what you want but I'd say definitely no more than a minimum of the teaspoon hey I've got a two table I, I see my uh, two tablespoon measure here we could really go to town on the spices oh boy let me tell you okay so why is it that my measuring spoons that I want walk away from me Is that a rhetorical question? Hmm. It is. Okay, because I could come up with some answers. If you want. I, I'm sure you could. That's what is, worries me. Alright. So, let's see if my tea, teaspoon got moved elsewhere. Otherwise, we're going to have to slightly guess at some things. Oh, there's a plastic spoon. I really don't want to use that. Okay. Um, unfortunately, we got things that have disappeared on me. And then to make things even more fun, I've got uh, kitchen drawers that are showing that there's my teaspoon. Okay. Actually, that's not a teaspoon. That is a half teaspoon. But I guess we can just make do and do two with the half teaspoons. And call it good, which will be easier than trying to guess a teaspoon into a tablespoon. Alright. Now also seeing these kitchen drawers I have are starting to show their age a little bit too, because like the bottom is sagging. And uh, they have gotten a lot of use over the years. Okay, well, I'm really not finding the one I want, and 
I'll just have to, f it'll show up later. So I'm going to now get out my spices. First, I've got chili powder. This one I have labeled, but it come, this one comes in a round container with the lid on it. I'm going to take off the lid and we're going to just scoop out a spoonful with this half teaspoon and do the process again and um, pour it into the bowl again holding it over the bowl so that's way that's where all the mess goes and uh, next is going to be whoa things falling next is going to be the uh, curry powder or the cumin or the paprika, whichever one I come to first, it really doesn't matter. As uh, it really does not matter. Okay, now. And we've also got uh, pepper. All right. Let's start with the curry powder. This one, I've seen a lot of spices that come in these square containers with the round lid. So it has a, mine has a label on it. I have ginger that comes in a similar container and uh, rosemary so this is one that if you do not have it labeled you'll want to tell by either sense of smell or a barcode scanner or something to read the label so again i'm going to take my spoon Ooh, this is strong stuff but we're going to um just you know scoop it out over the bowl and this one has the lid with the plastic colander thing on it. So uh, we did take that off to uh, scoop out the thing. And I'm uh, going to put the lid back on. And next it's going to be the paprika. This stuff I don't think you can have too much of. And so I'm just going to, I thought I had a lot more than what I do actually, but uh, just going to pour the remainder of that bottle into the thing and we'll throw it away. It comes in a regular round spice bottle. Pepper come, we just need an eighth teaspoon of that. Pepper is an interesting one. It comes in a really larger, rounder spice bottle. Well, not rounder, but larger. So I'm just going to scoop out a half teaspoon of that. And um, got to be careful with the pepper. It's what's really going to give it the spice, perhaps more than some of the other stuff. Though the chili powder is not going to be far behind in the spiciness. Maybe the curry powder too, but I don't really find that stuff spicy. I don't know. All right, let's pause here and see if we have any questions. None in Clubhouse. No, sir. All right. So now I'm just going to sprinkle in some salt. And we're just going to kind of stir this up. We can actually use our hands for this because it's really no uh, great science but if you want to be completely safe you can always use a spoon i don't know that it'll affect the flavor much of uh, anything just wash this, your hands first but uh, exactly 
We're just dealing with the dry ingredients here. And then next, let's deal with our chicken and the cooking. So I'm going to uh, wash my hands again. And this calls for eight chicken thighs and it will tell you to use a pan. I'm actually gonna use a cookie sheet because I find that works better because instead of having to use two pans, I can use one larger sheet that will fit all the chicken and it'll cook the same. If not, if anything, it'll cook a little bit better. And then uh, we'll have us a good time. So I'm going to line this with some foil. And the um, chicken does tend to stick a little bit, at least in my experience. And I actually don't have Pam at the moment. Um, Pam left me. So we'll just use a tiny bit of butter instead, which is better for the environment anyway, and less chemicals. So. Um, but I, I, I don't know what I think about that because I know we wanted to all jump off bridges earlier today. So I guess maybe I do care now about to saving my life or something. I don't, I don't know. No, but, you uh, just if you want to if you just want to make sure that when you go, it's in a way that you're enjoying yourself. That's all. Okay. Well, glad we got that cleared up. So I just spread a little bit of butter onto the foil and that'll help keep it from sticking. And now let's get out our chicken thighs. Actually, let me wash my hands first and then we will get out the chicken thighs because I need to... Uh, Keep the fridge door open so I can dig around in there. So we'll talk about our chicken thighs. These, of course, like I said, I have the bone-in ones. How do I know they're chicken thighs? Well, the way they feel through the packaging is um, they feel different. And it's... Something you just know, I think, from really working with them a whole lot. And the boneless thigh... I have both chicken bone-in and boneless chicken thighs for completely different recipes. The boneless ones feel like a little bit smaller. And we're about to find out if I'm actually uh, correct or not. Whoa. Okay. These actually got a little bit... Uh, frozen here, but that's okay. Um, so uh, I've got a plastic bag on the actual uh, uh, meat tray container here. I'm going to throw that away. And the disadvantage with a cooking sheet is you can have a little bit less counter space to work with than you would like. Okay. So now how to open these things. I find sometimes I can use my fingernail or pierce with a knife if the fingernail isn't adequate and I was right I did get out the bone in chicken thighs as I can feel the skin now that the package is open 
And you can also sometimes kind of feel the bone as well. Breasts, I haven't honestly gotten the bone in chicken breasts in a long time, so I've kind of forgotten what they feel like. But um, if that's the only chicken you get, you know, for this, like, say, recipe, then identifying the chicken will be the easiest part. So I'm just kind of rolling this around in the mixture. And the recipe says to place the thighs skin side down. So that is what I am doing. And the idea is so that way you'll have kind of like a crispy finish when it is uh, all said and done. And uh, it calls for eight thighs. I think that's what we have in here. This is definitely the family pack. So if you, of course, are just cooking for yourself or whatever, you want less, by, you know, you can do that. But you may have more seasoning than chicken when all is said and done. But, uh, okay, this family pack, I think, actually has more than I originally intended. Okay, but that's all right. I think we've got plenty of seasoning, and it just means plenty of leftovers. And... Um, No, I think we will do rice today with these. If I think I think I saw some rice that needs to get used up. And you can just kind of feel the skin with these as you're placing them. Okay, actually I don't think I do have rice, so we'll stick to green beans and hash browns then that's what we will do and again I'm using a cookie sheet because I have more room to spread out this chicken and okay we got two pieces here that are stuck to the thing come on there we go And as I predicted, we still got plenty of seasoning left, but we're using quite a bit of it up. And this will take care of the seasoning. And now I'm just going... All right, give me just a second, and we will get to you, raised hand person. And... Uh, I'm just right now making sure these chicken pieces are spread out. And uh, laid skin side down. Okay. So I'm going to wash my hands again and then we're going to put these in the oven and then I will get two raised hands. So if you do have any raised hands, now it's definitely a good time to get them up in the air like our one person did. And uh, so that way I can ignore you and uh, feel bad about myself. No. Um, all right. I'm going to hold the tray with both hands and just place it in the oven. On that center rack there. Kind of push it back. Close the door. Hey, Google, set the timer for 20 minutes. All right. 20 minutes. 
Gonna let these bake for 20 minutes and then turn <coughs> them over and let bake for another 20 minutes. All right, now let's get to our hands. Who have we got? Michael. Rachel. Yeah. Oh, uh, go ahead, Clubhouse. Sorry, Michael. Yeah, Clubhouse Hi, first, Herbie. then we'll get to Zoom. Michael. Hi. It, it, Hello. It's just me that you were having having wait, so I'm I'm fine with that. I'm used to waiting. Uh, anyways, I am curious. A, how would you change the cooking time? And you may have covered this. I came in late. If you were using breasts, uh, bone out breast uh, or boneless, that's what I'm looking for. And then number two, do you have an issue with your Google Home um, every once in a while where you tell it to set a timer and then it forgets that you told it to, to, to set a timer? Because I'm finding that happening more and more. So I'm using my Apple Watch. I'm just wondering if it's just a me issue. <laughs> um, you know, the issue I'm having with Google Home is... Well, is where sometimes it just doesn't hear me. Like, I'll tell it something, and it just doesn't hear me at all, so then I have to repeat myself. Oh, yeah. Which is really surprising, okay. because I thought these devices are really good at listening to us. I guess it's the listening they're good at. It's the responding part that needs a little bit of work. And it's so not it's like, just oh, the Google wait a minute. Device. Am I actually... Yeah. Um, so I think I, once it does set the timer, I've had good luck with that, but you know, sometimes I will use the Apple watch cause that is a little bit easier. Um, and, um, but so that's been my issue with the Google home chicken breast. I think it's about, I would imagine probably about half the time cause you don't have the bone to deal with. So I'm guessing you probably... Yeah, it does depend on the size. Are they frozen? Are they... I mean, there's a lot of variables, so I don't want to say for sure, but you, you probably could get away with, I'm guessing, like 15 minutes on each side. Um, okay. But I will you'll have to definitely... And Michael, I just got to talk about Michael because he was posting on Mastodon yesterday, you know, he and, and he didn't share with anybody. You know, he's having having London broil and uh, Parmesan potatoes, and I think he was using his smoker for the uh, London broil. So, um, you know, life life is just that unfair. What can I say? All right, Maybe I think it's like you and doesn't Rachel. cook for everybody else. Maybe. All right, that could be. Yeah, All right. So, who did Rachel. you say we had in Zoom there, Sheila? Rachel. Okay. Uh, see, I do listen. I know. I'm I'm impressed. Rachel. Good morning, Harvey. Good Hello. morning, Terry. Good morning, Sheila. Hi, Rachel. Um, my um, question is, um, I may have missed a little bit. My phone is Grand Central Station this morning. Um, did you say um, you can use, for the hot, you said it was red pepper flakes? Am I missing something to make the chicken spicy? Yep, that's what I used. You can use... Yep, red pepper, or you could use black pepper if you want. Okay, and you said um, you could... But I'm, I'm using red pepper. And how spicy it is depends on exactly how much you put. The recipe says a teaspoon of each mm -hmm. uh, spice, of each um, seasoning. But mm -hmm. if you want it spicier, you want to add more. If you want less spice, then you want to do a bit less. So you would just mul multiply? I'd probably stay away from the... Multiply if you want more. Yep. Yeah. So, okay. like, if you want it really spicy, then you want to, like, say, do two tablespoons... Well, two teaspoons, I mean, of everything. Um, 
but yep. if you want it a bit spicier, then you want to do one and a half, that kind of thing. Right. Okay. And if there's any particular seasoning you really like, that might be the one you want to focus on more. Like if you're a really big fan of curry powder, maybe that's the one you might want to do more of or the chili powder. So, yeah. All right. Yeah, you might want to do a bit more of that one and leave do- the others the same. Yep. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And uh, sorry to hear that uh, you're having a, a difficult day there with uh, not just your phone being on Grand Central Station, but the uh, things you talked about in the ACB Presents with your aunt and your guide dog and all that. So uh, Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay, do we? Yep, you're welcome. All right, do we have any other questions on either platform? Not in Zoom. Not in Zoom, and uh, not in Clubhouse either. Not in Clubhouse. All right. So, um, you know, last week we got into all sorts of uh, interesting uh, detours while the food was cooking, uh, talking about the Mac and uh, why Tori should get one, and... uh, or I'll just tell you, if you ever have to deal with Zoom chats at the moment, I don't know how you read them with Windows. I'll just say that much. But uh, I don't. Um, um, but anyway. Well, then how can you, uh, well, but then how can you see what people are saying about you in karaoke? Um, anyway, why don't we, we talk stick on about topic of cooking for just a minute? I was actually going to suggest that, and not only that, let's talk about your alternatives. How does that sound? Well, that's what I had in mind. Well, there you go. So, the main substitutions would be um, with the breadcrumbs. If you have a gluten issue, then you want to make sure they're gluten-free breadcrumbs. Or you can make your own out of whatever kind of bread you would usually have by toasting the bread and turning it into breadcrumbs. It's a bit more work, but it's an option. Um, And you want to watch for other allergens in the breadcrumbs as well, because some bread, for some reason, does contain things like milk and eggs. Um, Not very many, but some do. So watch for that if those are allergy issues for you. And you can, if you want a meat-free alternative to this, you can easily do it with something like tofu or, and you would definitely want to adjust the cooking time to be a lot shorter for this. You could use this mixture to do some breaded mushrooms and just cook them for just a couple of minutes on each side rather than um, the 20 minutes that the chicken needs. Uh, I'm pretty sure it would be pretty, it would be really good. Um, so those are basically the main points for substitutions for this particular recipe because it's a pretty straightforward one. All right, very good, very good indeed. So uh, next week, uh, we're, we still got a lot of time on this call left, guys. Don't worry, we're not going anywhere. But uh, next week we're going to be doing a tortilla casserole. And uh, originally thought we would be doing tortilla pizza, but we listened to our audience that uh, 
you know, said, no, 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 you gotta do this, you gotta do this, and but uh, the granted, you know, the audience happens. Later. Yep. Now, granted, the audience actually lives with me, so maybe that increases the uh, rate of influence, I don't know, but uh, anyway, we're doing tortilla casserole next week, so uh, that's gonna be good, and did we ever get our guest booked for the following week? We did. I did tell you, I also sent you the updated schedule. That's right. Okay. Kirby, so, you have a hand in so, Zoom. All right, let's get to our hand in Zoom. Elizabeth. Elizabeth, welcome. Hey, hey there. Hey, it's wonderful to be to be back. And I want to first um, say how good it is that the lady who's gone through hard times is cooking for herself through the hard times and eating because that does support whatever you're doing. It. it cooking can really be an anchor for somebody and and a, a sort of meditation in itself if you will because you have to do all these things and make it work and it's an art form so okay that's enough for the cooking philosophy for the change out stuff um the thing that's so nice about this recipe is that it can be adapted in all kinds of ways like the way Tor way tori talked about also, you could probably use um, almond flour instead of the breadcrumbs and avoid, you know, just go directly to nuts and not do grain at all. And as far as the, the um, spices go, curry is a, um, a mixture of all kinds of spices. You can have up to 20 spices. And so once you start getting used to what spices you like, you can use a pinch of this and a pinch of that. The person talking about measuring teaspoons and everything, you'll get to know that, say, a pinch of hot pepper flakes, hot red pepper flakes, is really very different than, say, a pinch of Hungarian paprika in terms of how much heat it adds. So you get to know your spices and you end up buying spices and it it transforms the dish into a completely different thing depending on what things you increase um absolutely and you know you use a little more turmeric with curry and it gets spicier some curries are hotter because they have more chili flakes or cayenne in them but those are mixtures and you can end up making your own and you can end up putting this on the chicken and letting it sit there for a couple of hours before you cook it, which lets things sort of soak in. So, and, and it's good if you're having like some weird day, because then you can like set it up early and then go have whatever chaos you're having in your day and then come back and just pop your chicken in the oven. And, you know, it's, you know, ending up eating dinner will be one of those calm moments in your life that day. Yeah, that's true. And we need this. All right. Well, thanks, oh, you've not you you, you 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 can never lead my lifestyle then because I can assure you that dinner time, that's when the crises happen. Herbie, I cannot connect. Herbie, my stream is not oh, working. Oh yeah, Herbie, I know. It's, the, it's the butter side down. Yeah, that too. Your phone only goes out when you desperately need it to work. And um, I'm not going to even tell you what, what my tech peeve is for the moment. But spices, um, there's a place called the Spice House, and they're wonderful. And they're a really good source. And starting to develop your inventory of spices gives you these 
all kinds of really cool, easy choices. They're expensive individually, yep. but they're really well worth it. It's it's terrific. Yes, because you can really transform a dish just by just tweaking the spice combination. And you can start to get inventive. You know, you can take one of the recipes we made with the yogurt recently and put spices in that and, and garlic in that and marinate in that and marinate things in spices. And it's easy and it makes your cooking very special and very unique to you. And it lets you be creative in ways that I think is personally very satisfying. Um, so... Hey, anyways, you folks are doing great stuff. All right. Well, thank Hi. you, Liz. And I was wondering about where you'd been. Okay, we have another hand. We do. Abraham. Oh, Abraham. I was wondering hey. where you got to. Can you hear me? Yep. Awesome. Um, so I was just going to suggest that uh, instead of like tofu and mushrooms, you could probably do this with um, potato or cauliflower Oh, absolutely. You could do it with pretty yeah. much anything. Uh, it would be great for making um, cauliflower, um, uh, um, like cauliflower wings type of effect. Uh, like a sweet potato bake with... Um, yeah, absolutely. Great. Um, and then I was also going to say that, um, yeah, if you... Like, we have loads of spices that I don't even know all the names. Um, and they last for so long and if you, you can even um, extend the shelf life a bit if you freeze them or um, store them in a cool place yeah and be aware that yeah. some spices uh, do actually come under more than one name so you could find that you get things that have two different labels that are um, the same thing so do yes. check into that yeah my problem is my mother buys so many spices she puts them in all different types of jars. So our cupboards are full of them, but I have no idea what anything is. <laughs> and Braille labels! Braille labels! Oh, no. yeah. oh, I, I, no, I so, would have so much fun in your, mom, your mother's uh, so, spice cupboard. Um, we Indian, so my mother uses the Indian names for spices, so it gets a bit even more complicated when, when yeah. a recipe calls for like cumin and then it's not called cumin. But... <laughs> <laughs> okay well i would i would definitely agree for braille labels but my mom comes here you know that's one of the things i you know i give her a lot of tasks and you know you know you put my own mother to work you know no shit no um but that's one of the things she does is she'll braille label my spices because um i get them all mixed up otherwise and you know sometimes i can't find it and then i end up getting a secondary one and so um braille labels and by the way guys if you want to learn more about braille well you could talk to abraham and all the others this thursday on i love braille starting at noon eastern and i also forgot to mention that michael has unmute presents a little bit later on today and um so he'd love to have you on that that is also at uh, that's actually at one eastern so uh, we can talk about tech today braille on thursday and uh, even more Braille on Saturday, where Dorlin has a lot of fun games. And um, definitely, you should really, uh, I guess, I think they're going to be talking about resources for learning Braille this Saturday. So, uh, or getting Braille books, I'm not quite sure. But uh, the games calls are definitely a lot of fun. And this, uh, to, to also tonight and on Sunday, you can learn Braille or help others learn Braille with the... Uh, 
Braille Room call that is at 6 p.m. Eastern. So there's just a lot of Braille resources for you right here on ACB Community. And uh, if you uh, have not signed up yet for the ACB community list, well, we don't send it to you in Braille, but if you have a Braille display, you can read it that way in your email. Just send an email to community at acb.org and include your name and email address and say, please, 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 please add me to the community list. And while you're at it, you can also say, oh, and can you add me to the ACB cooks list? Yeah, please do it that way. Don't send an email to the ACB Cooks list and, and saying subscribe. Um, just email community and ask to be put on there, please. Yep. And um... you can also email community at acb.org or acbcrafters at gmail.com to get in touch about potentially having a recipe of your request featured or even being our guest. Uh, yep. All right. So do we have any? All right. I, what I'd really like is my phone not to be going off so much, but uh, oh, never mind that. Okay, do we have any other questions? I know. Not in Zoom. Uh, do we have... Not in Zoom? How about over on the Clubhouse side? Not in Clubhouse. All right. So this chicken's almost about done. I'm a little bit concerned about my timer after Michael's question. Hey, Google, how much time is left? You've got two minutes and seven seconds left. Well, that's a good indicator that my timer is working, as I've got two minutes and seven seconds left. And then we're going to flip the chicken and let her cook for another 20 minutes. And um, that is going to be that. And then we'll use a fork to check for doneness and uh, whatnot. Uh, so, and do you know we have three what? weeks in a row where, where we have guests? Wow. When you, when you want to tell us about our guests? I can if you want me to, or I didn't know if you yeah. wanted to. No, okay. I'll, I'll let you talk. Just this once, isn't it? Yeah, just this oh. once, yeah. So, first of all, uh, on the last Tuesday of May, we have Cindy LeBon coming to talk to us all about popcorn. She knows several different ways to make it, and if there's time, she might even tell us a little bit about popcorn facts and history, just, cause, just for fun. And on the first Tuesday in June, that is June 6th, we have Kayla Allen and Cindy Hollis coming to talk to us about some of their kitchen tips. And then the following week, Heidi is coming to do a, a bit of cooking for us and she is going to show us how to make frozen s'mores and grasshopper cake or grasshopper pie actually, I believe it's called. Yep. And we have a raise. And, um, all right, let's go to it. Michael, 
Hello, Herbie. Michael. Um, and I know your timer's going to go off here probably in about 30 seconds, so I'll make it real quick. Uh, if you ever want to talk about tech and cooking, you and I should get together because I'd love to share info about the meter that I used yesterday to track the cooking of that London broil. All right. Hey, Google, stop. Well, I tell you what, um, how, so how it works on here is I get people in touch with my agent and uh, she will... Hey, Google. I'll send you guys an email. Stop. Yeah. I'm his agent. But I would definitely... Yep. She, she, Tori's the agent and uh, she will get you booked and um, we will definitely have a call about tech and cooking. And... Um, I think that would definitely be a good thing for sure. So uh, you can talk about your meter and uh, all the other cool tech things that uh, you have. I was trying to get him on here a long time ago to actually use his Traeger live on the call, but uh, that that didn't happen. Because yeah. you um, just be needed the Traeger. That's it. Well, now that it's summer, maybe we can revisit that again. You didn't say, but you didn't say at the time. Oh, can we wait till the summer? Well, that's yeah. it works out perfect since the next slots we have are August. Yeah, it does. So well, there you go. So, um, yeah. So get with my agent. We'll get in contact with you, and or you'll get in contact with her, and. Uh, We'll get you all booked up. Now, guys, there may be some, there, well, there will be some gaps in these calls because of convention. So, uh, dates and whatnot, you know, like the week of convention for sure, there will be no call. I don't know about the weeks before how that's all going to work out. But, uh, guys, we hope that uh, you'll sign up for convention starting May 18th. And uh, we'd love to have you attend virtually. I guess people would love to also have you attend in, attend in person as well. Um, I'll, I'll just tell you, the only reason why... What I really, 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 really wish we could do for convention, which would probably... Which would affect my decision on wanting to attend in person. Now, whether I could attend in person is a whole other matter because of the money. Um... I think, you know, me, no, no, I, I don't represent anything official here, but the way I'd plan it is the in-person part of convention would consist of the tours and the exhibit halls, you know, because it's one thing to hear about the tech, it's another thing to actually touch it and all that. And then the rest of the convention would all be done virtually, you know, with all the uh, guest appearances and stuff, and that would be a different week. That would not conflict with the tours and all that, so you get, get the best of both worlds. I don't know. That's, no, I that, still. That, that's I still, just me, huh? I still wouldn't want to go in person, even if I could afford. You to. still wouldn't want to go in person. No. Okay. No. No. All right. No. All right. Well, Tori says no, so I guess it won't be happening, guys. Sorry. Um, I tried. No. Well, I'm not in charge um, of that. So somebody else might decide to, and if they want to, that's fine. I just won't be going. Okay. But they had some exciting tours. Like, I think they're going to be touring, like, a candy factory. Yes. They're going to be walking uh, around with lots of other people. Yeah, that is the problem. Is, the other, is it the walking around the objective or the other people, you know? Both. Okay. That, 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 that is a problem. Um, 
But we also get to sample candy, which again would be a problem. Most of which I probably but, can't uh, eat. Yep, which would be a problem. Exactly. But from yeah, for me, I shouldn't be sampling the candy, but that wouldn't stop me anyway. But I'd feel good about myself knowing that I'd be doing all that walking off the uh, candy that I'd uh, be sampling, you know, both before and after the uh, sampling. Yeah, so. but it's just more walking than uh, some of us can handle. It's not that I object to walking in general, but it's just that I can't walk enough yes. to do that. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, that, 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 that does present a problem for sure. And, and the people is definitely an off-putting thing for me. Too many people. Yeah. I like people better. That in one is a bit... Computer. Yeah, I, I hear you. Believe me, I, I do. Because they're not real people, are they? They just live in our machines. You know, when you're talking to somebody on the phone, are you really talking to a person on the other end? Or are they just inside your device? Well, if but, you ask uh, my dogs, they're inside the phone and need to get out. Hmm. All right. Well, there you go. So wisdom from a dog there, definitely inside the device. Me? Well, I think they are real people that we talk to, given the fact that uh, now with the age of cell phones, you know, you can actually call people and uh, that are in the same room and uh, get a response from that device. Okay, so... Something the chicken is interesting because if you would like it, good, good save. I would like it in just a second. Hold on, um, because while we've been jabbering away here, I've been flipping the chicken. So believe it or not, I've actually been working, and so it's the ch baked part of the chicken is uh, moist, and uh, the, the the top side is moist. Uh, is dry, and the uh, Bottom side is a little bit on the moist side, so just kind of uh, feeling with my hands which sides have been baked and uh, which have not. Okay, that one. Some of them cooked a bit better than others. That's just how these things go. And record, we will now get to our question in Zoom. Chanel. Okay, no. so one Chanel, of the, yes. yeah, I was going to make a, what do they call it, non-sequitur, which would have been, actually, the other, the question we'll start with first, how did you get the breadcrumbs to stick? Because I didn't think you used any egg mixture or liquid, or did you? Okay, good question. Um, hold on. And the other comment was, those people are absolutely real, because I, you know, yeah, they're real disagree with the dogs so there you go <laughs> well they didn't say the dogs don't say that they're for not 20 real minutes. they just say that they're stuck in the phone oh okay well once but we see, about teleportation they'll you... be unstuck yeah all right i just want to mention okay but for i will just mention real quick on the phone and then we'll get to your question when you have you, you at least have had family that was like maybe they weren't like close in terms of how they get along with each other but they were close together physically remember I had family that was like across the country and across the globe. Yes. So, you know, for me, when I was a kid, it was almost the people may as well have been inside the phone. So um, just keep that, that in mind. Anyway, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, because like we lived in Florida. My grandma on my dad's side was in Ohio, and my grandparents, of course, on my mom's side were in England. So, um, you Makes know, sense. that's how it went. Anyway, yep. 
So uh, to answer your question, so the breadcrumbs are not meant to really be a coating per se. The idea is they're just mixed in with the seasoning to give a little bit of crisp to the seasoning. So like, um, so they're, they're not meant to stick to the chicken like say you would for a fried chicken or a ranch chicken. Okay. They're just meant to be like part of the overall seasoning but the chicken itself is going to be a little bit moist and uh it just I, I realize there are some people that can be squeamish about hearing about raw meat so i i unfortunately guys it's just the nature of things if you're going to do meat you have to deal with raw meat but uh the raw meat you know is a it's not it can be a bit of a slimy texture and that it, can, it will give enough stick for what we need for this recipe. But if you were using um, something that was not um, having that texture, like for example, tofu would work in the same way as that because it's got such a lot high liquid base that it would easily uh, ha let stuff stick to it. But something like, for example, um, Abraham's suggestion of using something like cauliflower or potato, um, that you would need to add a little bit of moisture, so like a bit of water or something, to make them make the stuff damp so it would stick. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. All right. And, uh, poor Sheila has uh, been suffering over there with this call. All right, who's? Uh, do we have any other questions? Not anything. And then Clubhouse. Not in Clubhouse. Don't be shy, guys. We actually, we, we actually, when you guys ask questions, it means that we can actually talk about more sensible things. And uh, maybe they're just too busy laughing so, at us. All right. That too. All right. So I am now putting some hash browns in the air fryer, and we're gonna do some good old green beans. As we established, we I'm going to use the canned green beans, but uh, as established, we can just use the water that's in the cans because we are cooking. This is not like for a green bean casserole, but uh, speaking of green bean casserole, because I've talked enough about how I do green beans on here, we're going to put open the can. And um, Chanel, since you're on here, why don't you talk briefly about how you discovered how... You, uh, we, I've talked about this the last week, but let's hear from your perspective about opening a can. You already said I didn't, I forgot how to, you want to just embarrass me. That's what you want to do. Um, no. Yes, you do. Um, I forgot how a can opener worked because I haven't used one in a while. And so I was trying to hold the can over the sink while using the can opener. That doesn't work so well. You can't hold the can. The thing constantly came off. The little opener thingy lid or whatever, it came off the can. So yeah, you hold the, put the can on the counter. Should be obvious, but anyway. That should be, but how about for somebody that's cooking for the first time? It might not be. And yeah. uh, might not be obvious to everybody. Exactly, which is why we're uh, I'm bringing it up, because one of the interesting things as we go along with working with people like you is learning how I can explain things differently or more effectively. Right. And uh, so, you know, 
because what happens is like when you've cooked for as long as I have, there's just a lot of things you do, at least for me, I do, you know, when it cooks on technology, just by reflex. I don't think it out or anything like that because I yeah. just do it. It's a case of and how so you I'm not do that. It's like, about... well, I just do. Yeah. And so when teaching a course... Okay, perfect. Um, we'll get to you guys in just a second. So talking, working with somebody like you and having to talk out what to do, again, is an effective teaching tool because I'm working with you in real time and I'm seeing where, you're, uh, where you or somebody else would struggle. And uh, so just knowing how to explain things. And there are going to be plenty of other people in that type of situation that maybe they've never even opened a can before. So it's not even a matter of forgetting. It's and so, so knowing how to explain these things, and so, and, you know, just the fact, it can be done, guys. You don't have to, you're, you're not born an expert. You do by doing. All right, who have we got? Darcy. Darcy. All right, I was just going to say, talking about can openers, um, and, and maybe you've talked about this before, but Holly has this really good uh, can opener. She has one here, too, where you, it doesn't actually cut off, like, the top of the can. I mean, it cuts off the top, but it cuts it down a little bit further. So the top actually, um, you can put the top back on, but also there's no sharp edges. So it's really cool. I don't know if you've ever seen a can opener like that. Cool. Can opener like that before or not, but it's, but they're really cool because, like I said, you I've can actually put those. the lid back on the can if you want to, but also there's no sharp edges at all. So it's really awesome. That's really neat. Well, you know, I'm feeling inspired, guys. So um, let's get Holly in contact with my agent because I think we could include her as part of the t cooking and tech call because I would say that is indeed a piece of kitchen technology. And, um, you know, we can include, you know, so I th think we could include her as part of the uh, guest uh, series lecture with uh, Michael there um if they are both let's just see so. if holly thinks so we can you have to though. you have to talk to her people <laughs> well that's why you know that's what yeah talk to my people talk to your people you know i'm just asking for like five minutes just to briefly talk about your can opener and uh, we can even do a pre-recorded demonstration if uh, you know that makes you feel better holly um think about all the things i've done for you i put together your walk-up song um <laughs> She's actually probably yeah. thinking, "Oh my god!" I'm She's actually not listening, right? Now. <laughs> she is not no, I mean, I mean, I know, if, if, if she was to hear, she'd yeah. probably be thinking, "Like, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> you want me to do what in front of how many people?" Well, if you do it pre-recorded, then it's like you know, it's like you're not doing it in front of them at all. So, um, you're just yeah, okay, answering questions, sure. but yeah, okay, sure. Well, yeah, I don't know. I think some people do act differently when they're being pre-recorded. Like even Darcy, for instance, if you've listened to his uh, shortcuts calls, you'll notice that he uses a completely different tone of voice when he when he played his recordings versus when he was talking live. So it is a different mentality. I, I did All notice right. that actually. I, yeah. I did. Yes, <laughs> that's I, interesting. I, I yeah. didn't think I noticed that myself even. Yeah, you go would... back and listen to your calls, and you'll you'll notice. <laughs> Uh, you do talk differently. You have a You're, you, you talk voice. more. Uh, you know, I should. I should yeah. say too, though. While you I'm have here, a Yep. Um, because you were yep. talking earlier about like pl plugging different calls and stuff. 
the one tonight that Holly are doing, the, the Let's Talk TV, should be really interesting because we're going to be talking to Monica about her experiences as a kid on Sesame Street. So that should be fun. Oh, cool. You know what's really... And what's really interesting is I started watching that clip and I realized I think I'd actually seen it before on Sesame Street back in the day. And I was like, okay, well, yeah, cool, blind kid. I if I had or not, but it's, yeah. it's very possible because I, I watched a lot of that as a kid. So. Well, what's I, I just interesting think I just, from my I, point of I, I view is Sesame Street wasn't yep. as big over here. And that's actually the first time I ever actually watched a full episode of Sesame Street. Well, we, oh, yeah, wow. I guess it wouldn't have been in this The one with the... Nope. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I had a game, a Sesame Street game, but that was all I had to do with Sesame Street. That's the only, that and mention of it on Full House is the only reason I even knew who Big Bird was. Weird. <laughs> That's so weird mm-hmm. because it's just, um, and I bet there's less of that now yeah. as things are online that people have like, you know, separate yeah. cultures like that, you know, where. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You ready? Oh, oh, really? All right, let's get to that handle. I go and deal with the, you know what? Abraham. Hi, Abraham. Hi. Um, I was going to mention uh, that about the um, can opener as well. Uh, I we have had one for like many years that um, also does not give you that sharp edges, and you can kind of close it. Um, I don't know if it's the same one earlier. Um, but the way it works is very different to the to the traditional one where uh, the traditional one your the wheel that you turn is sort of um, vertically aligned to the top of the turn um, but this one is like horizontal so like oh, okay. yeah so, exactly I think I think we're talking about the same thing cool. all right the same thing. yeah or yeah oh, variants I think, I think they have a call we have our own version of Sesame Street here, which I always found when it's the Takalani Sesame. All right. So what's burning, Herbie? Very good. Uh, no, just the, it, nothing's all. burning. It's the stove. This the smoke alarm is unhappy with the stove burner because sometimes uh. they don't get cleaned as good as they could and. But the green beans itself is fine, and so turning on the fan helped. Yeah, I was going to say, I think I actually do remember seeing that clip with Monica back when I watched Sesame Street, but as a kid, it's like, okay, yeah, another blind kid. Okay, cool. Why do I care? Um, that's, you know, because it's just, you know, because you, you know, as a blind person, you hear them talking about her feeling her environment or whatever, and that's like, okay, yeah, hey, did that all the time. Cool. And, uh, so, well, as an adult, I, you see the fact that they were really good about um, um, showing how yeah. blind people don't have to rely so much on people. Yep. But uh, I just didn't know at the time that I'd actually meet somebody who I was watching on Sesame Street. So, um, I wish I'd have known that. Anyway, I could have said. I don't I think it would have changed. Said, hey, you the monarch. Well, you know, when you get an introduction, are you the Monica that was once on Sesame Street? Yes. Hey, I remember watching you as a kid. So what was it like meeting Carol Spinney? You know, kind of maybe. You never know what it might have changed. I might have tried to find a way to interview her sooner, but that's okay. 
Um, looking forward to tonight. I'm going to have to do that while we're running the mat class. Well, I'm not running the mat class, but, uh, and listening to Lucy's show with three things all at once. Boy. Um, I have my ways, though. All right. I think we had, uh, did we have anybody else with their hand raised? So, um, if you have any cool tech things that you want to talk about with your kitchen, uh, whatever, you know, definitely talk to us. We can either book you into an existing session or uh, if you have, think you have enough material for a longer call, talk to us about that as well. And by the way, don't forget to check out the other cooking calls we have on here tomorrow. For instance, tomorrow evening, it's electric. Where I know that's another place you could talk about your electric can openers, guys. Uh, with Jeannie, that is at 6, uh, I'm sorry, 7 Eastern, and do we have a recipe swap next week, Sheila? Yes, there's a recipe swap next week, that's also oh, yeah. Corner. Yes, we do, next, next Wednesday. All right, perfect. So, next Wednesday is Sheila's recipe swap, and she is always looking for participants, so, um, you know, and, and uh, definitely do that. And she also has a list where, and uh, if you ask her really nicely, she will send you previous recipes, uh, the recipes from previous calls that she did, including uh, the Mother's Day recipes that uh, we just uh, got done with this past week. So definitely check out that call. And that is usually on Clubhouse and ACB Media as well. So you've got no excuse. And in the and kitchen with Courtney is supposed to be next week as well. All right. Yes, that's right. And um, it's going to be interesting. Last week we made turtle brownies. Coming up in my call in June, we're going to be making grasshopper pies. And uh, so that takes care of some interesting things there. And next week, I know to uh, to Courtney had mentioned last week that she was going to make a chicken stir fry. So... I don't know if that is still the plan or not, but... Uh, as far as I'm aware, guess, but she might have changed it and not told me because, you know, she she doesn't have to answer to me. No, she does not. Uh, um, that, that's, you know, how did she escape that one? I mean, you know... No. No, she got lucky. Um, Actually, she got smart. She, she, she made me her, her um, requested host instead. Ah, that's how you do it. I, I see. Okay. She's like, all right, Tori, I don't want you participating in the call, so I'm just making you my host. And uh, But she has to answer to Kayla, so it's all good. So, um, And uh, all right. So we're just waiting for the chicken to keep to finish cooking. And uh, hey, Google, how much time is left? So as we can hear, my timer is indeed working. The green beans are done. The hash browns are almost done. They're in the air fryer. I'm going to actually have some potato wedges that I will make afterwards that also do really well in the air fryer. And uh, so as you can hear, for anybody that's new to the community, there are a lot of other calls happening. And they are more sane than this one, by the way, guys. So you should definitely check them out. Well, For instance, some of them are. helpful hints on yeah, some of them are, yeah. The crafty ones will I don't know what to tell you there. 
because I don't go to them. So, except one Tori. The only crafty call I've actually gone to is the one that Tori was interviewing, and I think I had to connect one once or host one. So, um, people are surprised when there's there's two things I don't really do: crafting and music production. Like I, I do basic music production. You can so be crafty though. I can be. Um, some of the other calls happening today. Helpful hints with using homophones. That is a great call put on by our very own ACB me uh, as uh, community's Mary Hop. And uh, check that out today. Also, a uh, brand new call. The um, oh, I'm forgetting the exact title of it, but it is a uh, call LGBT call and. Uh, that is uh, put on by uh, Stacy, who just uh, recently got interviewed on um, uh, Sunday edition. And uh, so we got that happening. I mentioned the Braille Room. We got Let's Talk TV with Darcy and Holly. And they're going to be interviewing Monica. So definitely check that one out. I'm going to be uh, doing that. We got the French Call. We got Tuesday Topics. Resolutions. Oh, there's another important call that's uh, happening find out what they have in store including how to uh, recruit new members and uh, there was two other topics they had in mind and one of them really sounded interesting too but I'll have to and if you miss them like that calls at least it's going to have replays in Clubhouse so that'll be good and so we'll let's talk TV uh, uh, come to think of it too so I'll be able to catch those replays at least and uh do all that. You have so, a hand, As you can hear, there are. All right, who have we got? Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Hi, I I got, I had to leave because my computer had. Oh wait a minute! Ignore this. Let it go away. It's my phone. Um. Okay. So, I I missed what temperature you're cooking this at. Four hundred. Okay. So. And you're using a, are you using a metal pan? Because, you know, you could use metal or, or Pyrex or even a sheet pan on this. Um, so I'm using a, a cookie sheet, actually. Oh, with good. Okay. The okay. Well, what I, if, if you're doing that, then you know you could mix up. We could put in a whole different bunch of things, not just the chicken, but we could put in vegetables and either yeah, dip them in the mixture. Yeah, that was one thing you did miss. That was one thing you did oh, miss. Oh, yeah, the, okay. We were, we were talking about the fact you could use vegetables, um, like potatoes or cauliflower or something like that. Yeah, or some combination and make like a whole sheet pan full of different different stuff. Hey, Google, stop. Yeah. All right, your, you see your tech is doing it too. Uh, I mean, you could make a whole sheet pan of these different things and have it as an hors d'oeuvres thing or something, even depending on how, how big the chicken bits were and things, and spread it you all could. out. And I mean, and the other thing is, you know. Well, any, we, so go ahead. So any of this would be now that you've done all the spices and stuff, you could create like a little sauce for it, you know, like a salad dressing kind of dipping thing for it. If you were going to turn the whole thing hors d'oeuvre I don't know. I or love even just have, Or even just have those little bits with some sauce as your meal. Oh, I always do that as the meal. So the thing, I'm into, I mean, yeah, okay, so. Fun. Okay, so we're, so we're, we're definitely. I mean, yeah, you, you, I think we. I think you need to start your creative cooking call there, uh, Liz. Uh, first of all, 
Um, so I let's I expect to see that in the schedule starting next week. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, good luck. <laughs> so let's talk about a couple of things. So first of all, like we're using actual whole chicken thighs here with the skin on. So depending on your room is going to depend on whether the uh, mixing vegetables in with this particular chicken is going to work for you or not. I think you um, can like lots of little bits, um, like not necessarily if you yeah. can with that, because obviously they're going to cook at different times. But another thing I wanted to mention, which is extremely important here, she mentioned using like the remainder as a sauce. And the answer is no. If you're going to use this as a sauce, at least with the, if you're using the chicken version, is you're going to need to make a separate batch of seasoning. Because, at least for salad dressing, if you're cooking it as a sauce, that's one thing. Because remember the, um, well you may not, because I don't know if you were here for it or not, the way it works is we roll the chicken around in the actual mixture. And so oh, your no, mixture... Oh no, 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 I would never use the... the mixture for part of the sauce. I was talking about having a liquid yeah. sauce that you could dip into it or something. And the other thing about the, the different temperatures is... If you, ha I mean, the different timings is if you had the chicken on a baking sheet and it had bone in, I do this all the time, and then you had some other vegetable that takes a bit of time to cook, like carrots, you could put those in and they might not cook, That you, you'd have to adjust your timing, so you might have to take the pan out of the oven and put carrots or potatoes in with it too, but, but there's some things that cook about at the same time and you can sort of chuck your vegetables in and yeah. do that if you know that your cauliflower and, and that kind of thing that's all yeah. i was but saying. My, my my main thing though is i want to at least people to know how they can you know at least how to cook the chicken and how to follow the recipe absolutely and, absolutely you have you know i think depending suggested several different options yeah. now yeah. so let's yeah. focus on the yeah. chicken we, is we, done we, and we, chap, I, I, got time to taste it Yep. What I what I think is important is so Liz definitely has a lot of good, you have a lot of good points there, Liz. I think I mean depending on the recipe you're doing, I think what you are having in mind is really something that is a better idea, more for somebody like who's advanced cooking. Yes, like, I was called about to, to learn say the recipe. your comment about people who've cooked for a long time is spot on because those of us who cook for a long time can easily forget that taking a pan in and out of the oven is a big production if you're just learning to cook yeah if you've done it for like 20 yeah. years it's no big deal and you can add stuff along exactly time. So, so you are absolutely as a teaching that's absolutely true thank you it's a, it's a very important thing all right very good so um just keep that in mind is um and if for a basic cook, if that's something you want to do, like what Liz is talking about, you can definitely make it a goal to work up to. But I would say, you know, walk before you uh, crawl before you walk and uh, type thing. All right. Thank you, Liz. And uh, right now we're just uh, gotten a piece of chicken out of the pan and um, cutting it uh, into it so it will uh, cool off. And then we're going to get our... Uh, taste tester and you know the uh, um, this definitely looks good 
Okay, definitely fully cooked. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, this definitely turned out good. Alright, I'm gonna move that plate aside and now actually we will get a piece ready for Chanel, but uh... I think I could have used a little bit more seasoning, but uh... it'll do. So if you keep eating it, there's going to be none left to go with your tater tots. I know. There's a lot of chicken here, though, so. I'm guessing it's good as far as you're concerned, then? Yep. Alright, well. It's not fully cut into, but. Yeah, that's fine. Thank you. All right, Chanel's not going to give us her opinion. If I can pick it up. Um, it's kind of... The bread is breaking off of it. Um, yep. It's okay. Um, skin part tastes okay. Um, I'm trying to... Maybe burnt. It's a little too hot to eat yet fully, per se, but... Yeah. Okay, okay. So, so maybe with the cookie sheet, I could have cooked it for maybe a slightly lower temperature next time. And, um... Because, yeah, I think... I know well, what you mean by maybe a tad bit burnt. Yeah. All right, well, very good. So now um, I'm going to drain the green beans and get those well, served. And we've got the lid of my popcorn maker falling. And uh, there we got that rescued. Um, what is our time there, Sheila? You have 10 minutes. Well, actually, you have 11 minutes until you have to hang. You can't wait. Ooh, Tyann, and is she laying down the law? Let's find out. No, the law's awake today. She's in uh, talking to uh, Alan. Um, although uh, Arya is uh, 
trying to be the law, but it's not happening. Um, so my question is, do you ever put things on, um, um, not, not, um, convection? So our oven doesn't have the different modes. It's just one. Oh, how sad. So <laughs> Ours does have the yep. different modes, uh, but it's not very accessible, so I don't bother. Because we do everything. Well, I do too. Uh, we do. We use convection for everything. When I had a small electric oven, that is what we did. And, um, but I think standard ovens, that's just the mode they're kind of stuck in, like your old style oven. No, we, yeah, we have, we also have the, the option to plate. just do the regular bake. You're welcome. House. It's one of those things, like, I, I never knew what the difference was between the different modes. Why would you use bake versus convection versus... Um, bake you know. tends to be a slower cook. Right. And you need to have it at a hotter temperature for it to be able to reach what would be, uh, like, for the, um, for these other some of the other settings um you would be able to have a temperature lower and cook it for less time and it would um still be cooked but if you had it on bake then you potentially need to have it on for the longer time and it wouldn't have been burnt all right there you go um Good, good. So yeah, our oven just has the standard bake setting then, and uh, that uh, there's no way to uh, fix that. So, uh, all right, thank you, Tyan. And the standard setting is cook, not bake. bake okay. Something else again. All right. This, yeah. And Herbie, I just turn the dial, and the heat comes out. Elizabeth yep. has her hand raised. All right. Any is, is she Elizabeth. the only one with her hand raised, yeah. or is anybody yeah. else? No, she's the only one. Okay, go ahead, Elizabeth. Elizabeth, you can hear me. Oh, now now you can hear me. Yes, okay. Yep. Okay. Um, I have a convection setting on my oven and a bake setting, and um, the convection setting means that there's a fan that goes on along with the temperature difference and the fan moves a lot of air around and people use convection to do browning a lot and the same kinds of things that people use for air fryers people use convections to do so there is um, ah. and there is in fact although yep. i've never read it there is a cookbook that i believe is on Bookshare, although there might be one on NLS as well, and if you put convection into the search box, you'll find it. Um, I haven't done a whole lot of work stuff with convection, but it it apparently does really nice. Um, the same kind of things people like air fryers for, people like convection for, so maybe that helps somebody. 
Yeah, I remember that, that that electric oven we had a long time ago that had like the different fans and all that for. Well, um, this is a gas oven and it has convection. Yeah, ga um, gas ones have it too, but it's just a gas ones have it too. And this one I bought when I got an accessible model, so I share your concern about accessibility and appliances. I just happened to have lucked out, and when this one, when this stove dies, I will have a, um, you know, a requiem for it because it's a great stove. So. Anyway, so that's that's my bit on stoves. <laughs> Thanks, Liz. All right, thank you, Liz. Okay, anybody else? Do not have no, any hands, and you have five minutes. Anybody in clubhouse? All right. No one in clubhouse. All right. Well, I want to thank everybody for uh, coming today and hosting and all that. Sheila is always doing a fabulous job over there in the uh, hosting side of things. Jeanette, fabulous job with the moderating. Darcy, connecting us and streaming us. And uh, my thanks to Tori, as always. Chanel for taste testing. Well, I guess you want to eat the food anyway, so uh, yeah. that Our really helps cut out. And everybody for, for coming and listening on Zoom Clubhouse or the ACB media, whether you participated or, and asked questions or not. Yep. Neighborhood Coffee Clash is, clash is happening right now. Unmute presents. Oh my God, you got it right. I did. I know. It was last night when I screwed up because I was looking for it and it's like, oh no, it's the Friendship Circle on Monday night. So uh... anyway, Unmute presents. We got Abacus Made Simple as well. A whole lot of calls happening, so guys, be sure to check those out. And on that note, I think we can say goodbye early. And uh, Sheila goodbye early. and Jeanette, you goodbye early. Did early say my back? Yes. I guess it did. I don't know. Um, so on that note, then, guys, uh, you know, we may we can go ahead and end the respective rooms. <laughs>